Welcome to Living Water Radio. It's Christmas time until next Thursday, January 6th, the Church's celebration of the Epiphany of Our Lord. It seems weird to be celebrating Christmas after New Year's Day in our culture, even a little forced. But there is more than one way to measure time. Today, we'll find out what they are and what they mean. My name is Pastor David Burkettall. My wife, Reverend Sally Welch, is co-producing this podcast. Sally is a Christian Church, Disciples of Christ, United Church of Christ, ordained minister, focusing on ecumenical and interfaith ministry. I serve Lutheran Christian congregations in Compton, California, and in San Dimas, California, for over 40 years. Today, maintaining our yard is my gym, and I'm active as a volunteer in the leadership of the more than 100 Evangelical Lutheran Church in America congregations in our area. Between the two of us, we have over 80 years of ordained ministry experience. Check out our first Living Water Radio podcast, number zero, Welcome and Introduction, for more information about us and this podcast. Happy New Year! I'm sure you've heard that once or twice over the past couple of days. We have entered a new year, another trip around the sun measured on January 1st. We are experiencing the Omicron variant of the COVID-19 virus and bracing ourselves for a surge of new cases in the next couple of weeks. It's 2022, or as the priest at All Saints Episcopal Church in Pasadena said that his son calls it, 2020, Season 3. New Year's Day always feels a little anticlimactic to me since we just celebrated a new church year on the first Sunday of Advent on November 28th, just five weeks ago. In fact, New Year's Day doesn't just follow the Christmas holiday, it comes during the Christmas season. Fun fact, the word holiday is a contraction of the words holy day. We still have three days to celebrate Christmas in the 12 days of Christmas that end on January 6th, this coming Thursday, the day of the Epiphany of our Lord. Measuring time is something human beings have done for at least thousands of years and probably from the beginning of human consciousness. The Greek world and language in which much of the New Testament part of the Bible was written had two ways of measuring time, chronos and kairos. Chronos is a measurement of time as a sequence, one thing happening after another. It is measured in numbers. Our words chronology and chronograph come from the Greek word chronos. Kairos means the right time. It is measured by what is culturally appropriate or what feels right. People living in Kronos time set deadlines and appointments and show up on time. People living in Kairos time do things when it seems right. Events begin when everyone gets there or when it feels right to start. Obstetrician appointments are made on Kronos time. Babies are born on Kairos time. Kairos is what is seen in this passage from Paul's letter to the Galatians, the fourth chapter beginning at the fourth verse. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent his Son, born of a woman, born under the law, in order to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as children. And because you are children, God has sent the Spirit of his Son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. 
So you are no longer a slave, but a child. And if a child, then also an heir through God. Jesus was born when the fullness of time had come. God acted in Kairos time. We've been waiting for Jesus to return for about 2,000 years. When will Jesus come again to judge the world, the living and the dead, and the already but not yet reign of God will come in its fullness, a new heaven and a new earth? Jesus said that only God the Father knows, and God the Father didn't make an appointment. There is no time known to humans, not even to Jesus at the time, as recorded by Matthew in the 24th chapter, the 36th verse. But about that day and hour, no one knows, neither the angels of heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. Meanwhile, we wait as in labor for the restoration and fulfillment of all things, as Paul writes in Romans 8, beginning at the 22nd verse. We know that the whole creation has been groaning in labor pains until now, and not only the creation, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, grown inwardly while we wait for adoption, the redemption of our bodies. For in hope we were saved. Now hope that is seen is not hope. For who hopes for what is seen? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. We wait in time with all of creation for the fullness of our redemption, for the new heaven and the new earth. We wait with patience. I like science fiction movies. Some of my favorites involve time travel. Is it possible? Would the present be changed if we changed anything in the past? Is our present the product of changes that were made in the past by future time travelers? Weird things could happen. I realized some time ago that I myself could travel through time. It's called aging. It just happens very slowly. And weird things do happen. For example, I never in my wildest dreams imagined that the time would come when I would walk into a bank wearing a mask and no one would call the police. And we experience time in different ways as we age. Lyle Schaller, my hero in church development, once said that when you plan for the long term, you have to remember that a year means different things to different church members. A seven-year-old is convinced that there are at least 675 days between birthdays, but a 70-year-old knows that there are no more than 125. Our celebration of Christmas, the birth of Jesus Christ, God become human flesh, to suffer and to die for our redemption, happens in time. It's still happening, and it will be celebrated forever. We will celebrate it as sons and daughters of God, because all time is God's time. For everything there is a season gets quoted a lot, usually in reference to the birds' song, Turn, 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 written by Pete Seeger and a hit in 1965. The lyrics were adapted from Ecclesiastes chapter 3, beginning at the first verse. For everything there is a season, and a time for every purpose under heaven a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, 
a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to seek and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away, a time to rend and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. There is a time for every purpose under heaven. God created time and exists beyond time. We cannot understand God or God's works or God's ways or anything about God any more than a clay pot can understand its potter. We can only know what God chooses to reveal to us. And God has been revealed to us in Jesus Christ. That's the miracle of Christmas. Christ is born. Christ has died. Christ will come again. So, wherever you are in time, keep your Christmas decorations up until January 6th. Keep your chin up and keep looking forward. For, as Paul writes in Romans chapter 13, 11, Besides this, you know what time it is how it is now the moment for you to wake from sleep, for salvation is nearer to us now than when we became believers. Sally and I hope you stay positive and test negative. God's redemption and good health to you in 2022. Today, let's remember to pray for all those who have yet to get the vaccines and the booster because they are most at risk to themselves and to others. And let's remember to pray the Lord's Prayer sometime today, the one that Jesus taught us. If you don't know what that is, contact us at the Revs David and Sally at gmail.com or send us a tweet to at David Burkadall and we'll send it to you. Send your prayer requests to either of the same addresses and we'll include them next time. Send your comments there as well. As always, we encourage you to stay hydrated. Open your heart to receive the living water from the source, God's self, the living presence of the one true living God, the God who gave himself on the cross so that all who believe and are baptized might be restored to the living relationship with God for which we were created. Remember your church. Identify one if you don't already have one. Ask a friend about it or a family member. Google it. Contact the pastor. When you have a church, go to or tune into the worship service they have available and support your church financially so that it will be fully functioning as we move now out of the variants and back into the new normal. Support your pastor and church leaders. Pray for them and help them in any way that you can. They're trying to find their footing. They're trying to keep everybody happy. You know how impossible that is. Support them. Pray for them. If you or a loved one are having thoughts of suicide or are struggling with mental health issues, call somebody, contact a friend or a relative, Google a local national hotline, talk with a professional, reach out. You are not alone. There are people around you who will walk with you through this dark time and into the light. Wear a mask when you're outside your home, practice social distancing, wash or sanitize your hands regularly, get your vaccine. It's the one thing you can do to keep lowering the curve and to literally save lives. Do it for the sake of others. Avoid crowds if you can, and be outside if you have to be in a crowd. 
Be kind to everyone you come into contact with, especially those who are sacrificing their security to provide for yours. We all struggle in some way. Be a helper and an encourager. Thank you for listening to Living Water Radio. We are here for Christians and for the people of the Los Angeles metropolitan area who are looking for a sense of Christian community, a source of hope, and a way to thrive together during this global pandemic. We hope you'll tune in next time and invite your friends to do the same. Meanwhile, Sally and I encourage you to open your hearts to receive living water, the presence of the Holy Spirit, and stay hydrated.